15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Everyone who believes in the Son has eternal life, and I shall raise that person up on the last day, says the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the crowds, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. But I told you that although you have seen me, you do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me. And I will not reject anyone who comes to me, because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life and I shall raise that person up on the last day. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So many beautiful aspects of our faith come across during the Easter season through the readings, Acts of the Apostles and John's Gospel and, and the other scriptures. But today we have a reality check setting in. The opening section of the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 8, tells us about the persecution of the early church and how that one character, Saul, that we'll hear about in Sunday's reading, who is all by then will have been changed to Paul, and he becomes a great missionary going on his missionary journeys with the church. But at this point, he's still Saul, and he's going into the homes of Christians and dragging them out and persecuting them. And eventually, we also heard about the great Stephen, the young deacon who was martyred for his faith. And what he did as he was being martyred is ask the Lord to forgive his persecutors, and also he had a vision of seeing God, Jesus Christ, at the right hand of the Father. So there's, there's hope and there's reality. And the reality sometimes doesn't correspond or balance with the amount of hope we have. Jesus gives us his, his life and says, I'm the bread of life. You have this bread and drink this blood, this cup of Eucharist and his Eucharist, Eucharistic body. You, you have life eternal. 
Well, that's the promise. That's the hope. That's the direction we move in. But while we're moving in that direction, reality doesn't always agree with that. And this persecution in the first century is still going on in the church. As you know, the Catholic Church is the number one target for persecutors throughout the world. We're that good, huh? We really are. Because we represent hope beyond hope. When our br brothers and sisters are martyred because of their faith, whether it's in Africa or Sri Lanka or any other places throughout the world, when our brothers and sisters are martyred because of their faith, especially while they're practicing their faith, you know that's a guarantee that Jesus is bringing them right to heaven because they are sharing the faith and the Eucharist of his eternal life and his eternal words. So we have to look at ourselves and say, in reality, in, 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 I should say, in the world the way it is, it needs hope. Because the world the way it is often lacks hope. Another shooting in, in another part of our country yesterday. Lack of hope. Embracing depression, embracing anxiety, embracing fault. And we have to stand up as members of the body of Christ and offer hope through our actions, through our words, through our prayers, through our representatives in, in our democratic society. We have to offer hope because we believe in Jesus. I mean, we're not just saying, oh, Jesus, thank you, you're bread of life. We, we actually believe he is the bread of life. As we bring our prayers to him, in contradiction to the world, we say, Lord, okay, I, I trust you, I believe you. Today, I'm, I'm remembering a dear friend's brother. His name is Antonio, in prayer. Antonio died just recently. Last week, another friend of mine died, Richard. And I pray with you, as you place your intentions before the Lord, for them and their families. That's the world. It's our hope that, that bridges ourselves to God and removes us from the world of depression, of pain, of anxiety. There is pain, anxiety, and depression, and persecution, but we don't have to go down with it. Our hope is in Jesus, is the bread of life, who promises us if we take this bread, his body, and drink his blood, we have eternal life. And he's doing not, not what he wants to do, this, I mean, it's amazing. Jesus reminds us of this. I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm doing what the Father wants me to do. I'm here because of the Father. And so are we. So if we imitate Jesus, again, I always emphasize when we pray, it's the Spirit that encourages us to pray. Jesus is, gives us the example of what to do and how to live in this life and how to pray. But all prayer is always directed to the Father. We are a Trinitarian faith. So when we're going in the world and the world gives us pain, the world gives us persecution, the world gives us anger, we can't stay there because that would be doing our will. Revenge, get back, curse God. Why'd you take this person? That's the world. Jesus says, I want you to imitate me, follow me and go to the Father and you have eternal life. We who've gathered each time for the Eucharist we share that eternal life with each other. See, we can't leave here, and I, I've often said this, we, we can't leave here 
with anger, with pain, with grief, well, with grief, yes, because that's normal, in our hearts toward people. And when we do have grief, we even present that to God. We present that grief to God, knowing, as, as we pray for those who have died, knowing he will take care of that person now in eternal life. That person will be handled by God in God's way. And our tradition, our heaven, hell, and purgatory. But th that's all God's work, not ours. We have nothing to do with that. It's the individual who has a relationship with God, and then God who takes him or her to his side for the immediate judgment and the long term, the last judgment. But that's not where we are now. We're here now. So let's live this Easter season with hope that Jesus promises us eternal life. Not, not way back when we're dead. Starts now. When we embrace him and say yes to the Eucharist and yes to his holy word and yes to the, 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 the blood of Christ. When we say yes, our eternal life is in process begins now and goes on. I am the bread of life. The person who believes in me will never thirst for the stuff of the world, will never hunger for the stuff of the world. And what I give you will satisfy you to eternal life. That's why we're here, because we need that assurance. We need that promise and we need that hope. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.